Greetings Earthlings, today I'm back with a review of an incredibly affordable XLR condenser microphone. The microphone that we're looking at today is the Tascam TM80. If you are interested in this microphone kit, it will cost you between $60 and $70. Like always, I'll throw some links down below. For this review, I have the microphone connected directly to the Focusrite 18i20 second gen. My gain is set just at around 130. I will not do any kind of post-processing, but I will have to boost it in post, so check the lower third, or the doobly-doo rather, to see what I diddly did. And now let's talk about what comes in the box. Of course you are going to get the microphone. You will get an XLR to XLR cable, a shock mount, a 5 8 to 3 8 inch microphone stand adapter, one of these foldable or collapsible desktop tripod microphone stands, and some documentation. Then as far as the build quality, I can't really fault it for too much because of the price point. It feels significantly better than something like the newer NW700, and it feels about on par with something like the Behringer C1 or the Audio-Technica AT2020, so for the price, it does feel pretty good. It does have an all-metal body, as well as a metal mesh grill, which does have a bit of give to it, and it does dent pretty easily. It weighs in at around 300 grams. As you move around the microphone, no buttons, no switches, no nothings. On the bottom, you will find the XLR port, and the microphone is made in China. Then as far as the specs of this microphone, it has a single cardioid polar pattern. It has a frequency response of 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz, a sensitivity of around negative 38 dB, a self noise of 17 dBA, an impedance of 200 ohms, and a phantom power requirement of plus nine to plus 48 volts. Now I am spinning around the Tascam TM80 to 90 degrees to show you the off-axis rejection and coloration. We'll continue around the microphone to 180 degrees. Here's what it sounds like from the rear. Continuing around the microphone to the second 90 degree angle and then rotating and ending at the front of the microphone. Now let's see how this microphone does at rejecting plosives. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Now I am right on top of the microphone to demonstrate the proximity effect on this thing. About three inches off of the microphone with it pointed at the corner of my mouth and here is how it sounds. About one foot away from the microphone, two feet away from the microphone, and about four feet away from the microphone. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And now, for you sad girl gamers, now I am typing on the sad W keys. Here's how the microphone sounds in a well-treated room. And here is how the microphone sounds in a completely untreated room about one foot away from my mouth. Now with the microphone in the provided shock mount on a boom arm, I am tapping on the desk to see how much of that noise it rejects. And I'll bump the boom arm. And to be as thorough as possible, now I will tap the microphone to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies. 
Now I want to demonstrate why I would recommend picking up a boom arm if you get this microphone kit. Right now I have the microphone on a boom arm. It's maybe four inches away from my mouth and here is the sound that I am getting. I will also go ahead and type on a keyboard so you can hear how much of that it picks up and I will bump the desk so you could hear how much of that it picks up. Now I have the microphone on the provided desktop stand and when I set the microphone down, it's maybe a foot, foot and a half away from my mouth. If I were to type on my keyboard, here's what it sounds like. It's gonna be significantly louder since the microphone is closer to the keyboard. Then if I bump the desk, here's how much of that it picks up. And you've been hearing how my voice sounds at this kind of distance from the microphone. That's why I almost always recommend getting some kind of boom arm so you're able to get a microphone closer to your mouth and farther away from all the other excess noise generating devices in your studio. Cool. Now I want to do a very quick comparison between the Tascam TM80 and a couple of other microphones that are at a similar price point so you can see how the Tascam performs compared to its competition. Of course, we will start on the Tascam TM80. I am six inches away from the microphone. My gain is set at around 130, 48 volts phantom power turned on, and make sure to check the lower third so you can see how much I boost each of these microphones in post to level match them. Now we are on the Neewer NW700, which is a $20 to $30 electric condenser microphone. My gain is set at the exact same level. I'm at six inches again, and here is how it sounds compared to the Tascam, wherever that microphone is, the TM80. Here's how it sounds compared to that. We are back on the Tascam TM80 to cleanse your palate and let you hear this microphone before we jump to another one and compare it to that. Now I am speaking into the Behringer C1, which is a $50 to $60 XLR condenser microphone. I am at the same distance with the exact same gain setting of 130. Check the lower third and here is how this microphone compares to the Tascam. I keep losing where I place it down. Surprise mother effer, we are back on the, I, I don't actually think you're a mother effer, I apologize, I know somebody will get offended by that. <laughs> I am back on the Tascam TM80, 6 inches away, gain at 130, check the lower third, let's jump to another mic and compare it to that. Now I am speaking into one of the most popular affordable condenser microphones, the Audio-Technica AT2020. This microphone is around $100. I am at six inches away, gain at 130, 48 volts phantom power on, and here is how the microphone compares to the Tascam. I bet you wouldn't have thunk it, but we are back on the Tascam TM80 so you can hear what this microphone sounds like before we jump to another mic and let you hear that. And lastly, I am on the PreSonus PX1, which is a $130 XLR condenser microphone. Same distance, same gain setting, and here is how this microphone compares against the Tascam. Let me know in the comments down below which of these microphones did you like the best. Did you like the Tascam? Did you like the Behringer, the Neewer, the Audio-Technica, or the PreSonus? Let me know in the comments down below.
I've got a test some mics to find out what I likes and hopefully you'll tell me what you likes too cuz I speaks is the best grammar in the whole worlds I do I swear it feels like it's been a decade since I wrote and sang a song on this channel it feels good to be back even though it's only been a couple of weeks I suppose it's because time has lost all meaning in this never-ending hellscape that we cannot escape from. Send help. Please. Okay, so for 60 bucks, it's hard to expect too much out of a microphone, but for that price tag, I think that Tascam has a pretty fair offering here. But first, in terms of pros, the microphone did do a surprisingly good job at background noise rejection when you get it on a boom arm. Also, it is incredibly affordable, and for the price point, it comes with a pretty respectable kit. It comes with the XLR to XLR cable, probably not going to be Mogami level. The shock mount is pretty effective, and it comes with a less effective and less useful desktop stand tripod thing but all around for 60 bucks i like the kit and then in terms of cons with the self noise of 17 dba it is getting a little bit high but for 60 bucks i shouldn't be faulting it for that also it is a touch quiet for a condenser with a sensitivity of negative 38 db almost at negative 40 that's a bit quiet for a condenser and as far as the sound, it is somewhat of a congested and nasally sound to it. And now, what are my overall thoughts and opinions of this microphone? On the electric guitar, I found the low end to be a little bit loose, but it wasn't uncontrolled. The mids were very forward and punchy, and the top end had a good amount of bite to it. But at the same time, when I got to the upper register of the guitar, it didn't get overly piercing or shrill. So for electric guitar, I think it is perfectly usable. Then on the acoustic guitar, I do think this microphone could be used for that application. The top end is pretty open without sounding overly boosted or shrill or brittle. The mids are pretty punchy and a bit forward, and there is plenty of body to it, but it doesn't get boomy or boxy or overpowering in the low end. Pretty usable on the acoustic. Then for singing, forgive the air conditioning it just turned on, I think it has plenty of detail to it. You can hear that when I was singing, it had all of the shh, the top end sheen and information to it. It captured all the and you could hear the articulation and pronunciation of my words. Then you have a very mid forward sound. And I liked it quite a bit, even though it did accentuate the nasality in my voice, I thought it was pretty fun, pretty unique and, and fun sound for singing. And lastly, for spoken word, I think it is a little bit congested in the mid frequencies. It's not as clear as I would like it to be. The top end does have some detail and some air to it without sounding overly brittle or harsh. And I think it's usable. It's definitely not my favorite though. I do prefer a little bit less nasality in spoken word microphones, or if it does have a lot of nasality, it has to be incredibly smooth and just flattering in every other region. This one doesn't offer all of that, and you shouldn't expect it to. 
for the $60 price tag. And to wrap up, would I recommend the Tascam TM80? Yeah, kind of. Of all of the microphones that I compared it against, it has a pretty different sound to it. A lot of the more affordable microphones like the C1, the AT2020, they focus on having a very bright and clear sound. And typically that leads to the sound being a little bit overboosted and a little bit harsh or shrill. This goes a different direction. It focuses on making the top end a little bit smoother, but it also introduces a bit more of a congested midsection. So if you want a very clear and articulate midsection, it's not going to be right for you. If you have a super nasally voice like me, it may not be the most flattering on you. But if you want a smooth and punchy midsection microphone at 60 bucks, I don't think you can really beat it. Personally, I would have preferred if they omitted some of the accessories and focused on refining the microphone sound a little bit, making the mids a little bit more clear and a little bit less congested. But we can't really expect the world for the price of this microphone. And for the $60 to $70 they're asking for this microphone kit, I do think that it's a pretty good deal. All right, I think that's going to wrap up for today. But like always, I want to hear from you in the comments down below. Which of the microphones that I compared this against did you like the best? Did you like the Tascam, the PreSonus, the Audio-Technica, the Neewer, the Behringer? Let me know down below. If you found this video fun, interesting, or helpful, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. If you hated it, give me a big old thumbs down. Want more videos? You can subscribe by clicking that logo down beneath me. And don't forget to hit that bell icon. If you want to talk about microphones, go to podcastage.com slash discord and hang out there. We talk microphones all day, bro. We talk microphones all day, bro. If you want to support the channel and become one of these amazing people over here, you can do so by clicking that join button and joining at the $5 tier or higher. It really does help me continue to bring you these videos. Until next time, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.